Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit that follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? Another great week here in New England. Um, great weather. It's turning a little cold now. It's getting cold at night, cold in the morning. Uh, temps are in the upper 60s, lower 70s. You know, the grass was turning brown all summer, no matter how much you watered it because it was so hot. Now it's, uh, you know, you get that morning dew on the grass every morning, and it's like, so green like it looks like it's spring out there again how grass the how green the grass is and how much rain we've had too uh in such a short amount of time but definitely some nice weather up here feels like football weather the fantasy gods did me dirty this week i went one for three you know last week i was three and oh this week i was one for three and the two games i lost combined I lost by less than 12 points. Both games combined, I lost by less than 12 points. And it was such a crazy week because on one roster that I lost on my bench, and if you follow fantasy football, you know exactly what I'm saying. Uh, I had Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams, and Chase Edmonds. I had three of them. They were all sitting on my bench for one team. That was 72.80 points between those three. And I lost that game by seven points. So uh, definitely did me a little dirty this week. But you know what? That's what fantasy football is. You, you know, it's not about winning at the beginning of the year, you know, any, any, in any sport, I guess, right? And I'm not like this is a sport, but I guess to me it's a sport. But, uh, you know, it's 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 about winning at the end of the year. So uh, So, yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. Um, every week, you know, I get more and more listeners reaching out to me, uh, sometimes asking questions and, uh, this week I just thought, you know what, if I'm going to start getting this, I think I'm just going to answer a few questions this week. So later at the end, uh, just a couple questions I'm going to throw, uh, uh, that I, that I received this week that I talked to people that I'm just going to answer the questions. Uh, but first let's jump into the, uh, the quarterback values and this week I added two more uh, XRCs, uh, PSA 10s. I added uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Uh, really two reasons why I did this. One, because I'm trying to purchase both of those cards right now. Uh, and, and I'm watching the prices myself to try to get them at the, at the best price possible. And two, uh, you know, just two more guys that, as we're looking at the different quarterbacks uh, that we could, uh, you know, just have a, a, have a better comparison of where prices are going. 
Uh, so after week three, we'll start out with the uh, the XRCs. Uh, Zach Wilson, BGS 9.5. Um, last week, uh, Alt had it at 271. Uh, and this week, and he hasn't played, he's been injured. Uh, I think he's coming back this week. Uh, they raised the price. Alt now has it at $302, and it's gone up $31. Mac Jones, XRC, PSA 10. Uh, last week, Alt had that at 643. This week, they have it 532. So that is down uh, $111. Card Ladder had it at 793. Now they have it at 420. So that's down 373. So if you follow the football, you know, he got hurt. Uh, I heard on the radio this morning, it's, you know, three to six weeks, uh, high ankle sprain. And if you've ever had one of those, they're just one of those things that no matter what you do, you just need time for that to fix itself. I've, I've done that playing hockey and, and I know it just, it's like one of those things that just takes so long to heal. Uh, so I don't expect to see him back. And if I do, not not in great shape uh, anytime soon. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, XRC, PSA 10. Uh, last week, Alt had it at 872. This week, 897. He's gone up $25. Uh, card Ladder, uh, last week, 810. This week, $1,034. He's gone up $224. Josh Allen, XRC, PSA 10, all last week was 29.16, and that was the one I was surprised that went down, uh, and he lost this week, uh, but he went up. <laughs> he, he, he goes down when he wins and goes up when he loses, I guess. Uh, they have it at 29.97, so that's up $81. So the Justin Herbert, uh, we just have the first price for because I didn't compare it for anything from last week. So right now, Alt has that at $2,014 and Card Ladder at $1,666. And this is interesting on this card because I follow this card a lot. I'm trying to buy one of these cards. So I follow them on eBay and I've seen them selling the 1600s. Uh, I've seen people bidding into the 2400 23 $2,400, but then, then you go to the next page and someone's selling, buy it now for $2,200. So I don't know why people are, you know, bidding hundred over $100 more on one card when, you know, there it's not like it's a numbered card. It's, it, it is what it is. It's a PSA 10 and is that card. So I don't know. It's just kind of weird when, when I followed it, followed this card a lot on, um, uh, on eBay, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, this weekend, maybe at the uh, the show coming up this weekend or the next few shows, I'll be able to find one. And the Joe Burrow XRC PSA 10, uh, Alt has it at 13.36 and Card Ladder at 16.15, so that is just slightly below Justin Herbert. So the Patrick Mahomes uh, Silver Prism BGS nine uh, all had it at nine seventeen last week. Now it's at nine thirty seven, so that's gone up twenty dollars. Card Ladder had it at nine nine thirty seven last week. 
they have it at 870 this week. So it's actually gone down this week. So it's interesting that Alt has this card going up and Card Ladder has this card going down. Uh, Tom Brady, Bowman Chrome, BGS9, the 2000 Bowman Chrome. Alt had it last week at 3668. This week's at 27.87. And you remember last week, that, that was our big jumper. That thing went up a lot. Now it's come down a lot. Now the alt value is down $881. Uh, the card ladder last week was 49.04. This week it is 27.49. So that's down over $2,000 from last week, just in a week. Um, so that's a little crazy. We're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, I was excited last week because I obviously own this card and i was hoping going into the show this weekend that you know i i could raise the price on the on the uh on, on the the price tag on this card but now uh now it looks like it's come down again so we'll have to see where that we'll have to see where that is come friday uh before the show when i have to reprice some of these and that's that's kind of what it is right now you know doing these shows the way these prices and this is just a you know over one week but some of these prices i i know all the mac jones cards are going to be down and i have a you know you know we if you've been here listening you know i have a ton of mac jones cards and and i really have to make a decision what i'm going to do with those if i'm just going to leave them home uh, or I'm going to put them in my put them on my case with a higher price on it. And when somebody comes up, I'll just say, "Look, I'm high on it. This is what I'm into it for." So I, you know, I can't let it go for 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 you know comps because to me it'd be taking a loss on it, and and that's not what I'm in the business to do. So I went to a local card show this weekend. I actually had made a deal uh, through Facebook with uh, Geo and Sly. The guys over uh, on Instagram at Smith Street Bros. So this is like week three of making a deal with them. Uh, they always seem to have a lot of stuff and they advertise like they're always putting the pictures up and they're always getting a lot of good inventory. And um, and I picked up from them and we did this deal. I didn't do it at the show. I did this did this, you know, messaging uh, through the week. And I just said, look, I'll meet up with you at the show uh, and pay you and pick it up. But I picked up. uh uh, for those on YouTube, I'm going to hold up the card. It's a uh, 2018 uh, Don Russ Optic, Josh Allen, PSA 9. So that deal I completed uh, with them at the show. So I was going there partially to make that deal uh, and, you know, try to look for a few more deals. Uh, I ran into a few people over there at the show. It's always good to see uh, my friend Jordan uh, on Instagram at Zips Cards. He was set up as a dealer, and it was interesting. When I walked up, he said, ah, the table, how the tables have turned. So here I am on the other side. I met him uh, being a dealer and him being an attendee, and now you know, I show up at the show, and, uh, and, and, and he's the dealer. So I think it was the second time setting up uh, in, in as many weeks, because uh, I know I messaged with him the week before, and he did another show up in Massachusetts. So, uh, so good for him. Uh, Welcome to the dealer side of the uh, of the shows. Uh, and he, he had his friend with him set up right next to him, who I've never met, um, Paolo, on Instagram, at Special One Cards, uh, who did a lot of modern hockey. And I probably talked to him for a half an hour over there uh, because I've been just, you know, buying. I, I like the hockey. I've been buying up hockey, and I just think it's an undervalued area right now. Uh, it's not nothing I'm putting in my case. It's it's um, 
something that I'm opening and and I'm keeping keeping aside now just to, because I just have a feeling hockey is going to take off at some point. Uh, again, I just think it's undervalued. I talked to him for a while uh, about the modern hockey cards and the rookies and the rookie cards. And, and after I left, uh, by the time I got home, I was thinking um, I'd been buying hobby boxes, like one or two hobby boxes. And I just bought two before i went to the show last week i bought two of the uh upper deck series two hobby boxes and um i got some great cards out of it and i just felt i'd probably purchased six or seven of the series one hobby boxes and and i just found those boxes to be you know for all intent and purposes lame like, there just wasn't wasn't a lot of special things in there. Uh, every pack seemed to be the same thing, and you're just looking for the young guns. Um, but this one had a bunch of different types of inserts in there. Uh, it was a little bit more exciting to open up. Um, so by the time I got home, I started thinking, you know, instead of buying a few more hobby boxes, maybe I should just buy a case. Uh, and I did, I ended up pulling the trigger and I ordered uh, a case of hobby boxes, the, uh, upper deck hockey series two. So that should be coming this week. Uh, and that, that'll be fun. I'll be looking forward to, uh, ripping into that. I saw Ryan, uh, on Instagram at reservoir sports cards. Um, I was set up with him at national. We shared a table at national. Uh, so it was good to see him. I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, he does uh, he does a live show on Thursday nights, which I kind of tune into to see what cards they're putting up. But it was great to see him in person. And and he wasn't set up. Uh, he's leveled up so much that his collection is about eight to ten cards. So I, I was asking him, are you going to set up at the next show? You know, there's some of the shows coming up. And he said, I really I really doesn't make sense for me because I only have a few cards. Um, which he probably only had that many at national too, but, uh, he always seemed to do quite well. Um, so always looking forward to, uh, to seeing what he, he, what he gets next. He's got some absolute fire cards, but no other deals. Saw a lot of familiar faces at the show, but I didn't make, uh, I didn't make any deals and I kind of walk around and I know a lot of the people I've been seeing them. I used to set up at that last year. I say I used to, I set up at that show, I guess about four or five times last year. Um, and the dealers there, they know the show, right? They know what to, to expect. So it's not like, uh, you know, you can go in and say, Hey, it's a slow day. I'm going to get a great deal. I'm going to go offer 70% comps and this dealer is going to accept it. It just doesn't happen at these, these smaller shows like that. Uh, and, and, and I, I wouldn't waste anybody's time doing that. Um, you know, the smaller shows like this, they know what to expect. They, I, I think a lot of them are buying. I think it's a, the better opportunity for them at that table is to buy because the tables are not expensive. Right. But when you go to the bigger shows and the tables are more expensive and the show is bigger and it's just more of an investment, uh, I think that's where you're able to find better deals uh, late in the day. And those shows or day two of those shows where maybe if there hadn't been a lot of sales, people are just looking to make a deal uh, to put some money in their pocket or just to make a deal. Um, so at this show, I really wouldn't didn't expect uh, to get any 
way under comp deals at this show. But again, I was going to process a deal uh, and and just hope you never know you when, when something might show up. I did, I did a deal on Facebook slash Instagram this week uh, with Mark on Instagram at Cardboard Fanatic. Um, and I made a great deal. And and I, I do have to say, this was one of those deals that I knew I was getting a good deal. Uh, and I, I was paying, you know, PayPal goods and services. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure other people are the same way. Um, when I'm making a deal, when I'm selling something on there or even buying it, I like to constant communication because I think the red flag when you're making a deal online is when somebody's not responding back or it's taking them a long time to respond. And, uh, I think I made the deal on Sunday. I was watching football on Sunday, this, not this, this past Sunday, the Sunday before, and I was making the deal. Uh, and the deal was done. We came to a price and, and I sent them off the money on PayPal. And then I said, um, Monday, Monday came Monday morning, maybe around, you know, late morning, noontime. And I said, Hey, just send me, um, the shipping information or tracking information, uh, when you ship it. And I didn't hear anything back. And then dinner time came. I didn't hear anything back. And I was like, uh, don't tell me there's a problem with this, you know? So then I start to worry and I'm like, do, do I message again? Do I wait? You know, one of those things Then I find myself wanting to stalk, you know, to go back and see, you know, and what the post that I purchased this from, if anybody else looked like they purchased from him or whatever. And, and, and I start to get a little nervous. And then, uh, Tuesday night or, uh, yeah, it was Tuesday, probably a- after dinner sometime, Tuesday night, uh, you know, he sent me tracking information. I was like, Oh, thank God. Um, and I think the reason I get nervous is because I spend a lot of time and, and I don't know how many people this, ha- this, this happens to, but I spend a lot of time going back and forth with people and I make a deal. I made a deal with somebody this week in a card and it was a high end card. It wasn't like it was a hundred dollar card, a $200 card. It was a thousand dollar card. And, 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 it came down to where I said, okay, I'll pay you goods and services. And he said, all of a sudden, after like 20 minutes or 25 minutes of messaging, he says, well, I can do the card for 500 if you if you pay with uh, cryptocurrency or something. And I'm like, what? What is going on right now? And I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, yeah, pay me in Bitcoin and I'll do it for half price. And I'm like, Really? I mean, did you just waste all my time? Like, like I'm going to honestly believe I'm going to send you Bitcoin and I'm actually going to receive this card there that I have nothing to go back on to say that, you know, not like using a goods and services. And, and then I got into another one and I don't even know how true this is. The person said, well, all I can, all I can accept is Zelle or Venmo that I've, I've, I've used my my PayPal too much this week and I can't accept PayPal goods and services. And I'm like, really? All right, goodbye. Um, and I think it happens a lot. I was just probably happening more often than 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 you would think that it's happening to me about once a week. So I can't imagine what everybody else, how often it's happening 
uh, to other people. So that's why, and and I'll just and I I'll throw this out there. Fair warning, uh, you know, unless you really really know a person that you're you're making a deal with, uh, definitely do it through goods and services. No matter how good the deal sounds, that if it's if it's if it's not something that you have some recourse to get your money back if you didn't get the don't get the cards, um, and definitely do it. But this I want to say was a smooth deal, right? Um, and I will show you. And again, that was Mark at Cardboard Fanatic on Instagram. So Mark sent me uh, two uh, young guns, Trevor Zagris and Cole Caulfield. And I'll just hold those up. Great looking cards. I also got a Davis Mills red, white, and blue prism PSA 10. And uh, Jalen Hurts, rookie, red wave, prism, autograph to 149, PSA 9. Let's hold that up there. So, yeah, this was a really, really great deal. Uh, I should be able to move. Well, I can move the two football cards this week pretty easily at the show for what all I got to do is put them at comps if I want and I make, you know, I make out on them. And the, uh, the two young guns, uh, will go with my hockey cards that I, that I, that I'm storing for now. Uh, other pickups this week, uh, I picked up two pop century cards this week. Uh, I picked up uh Tracy Lords to 25. I'll hold that up there. Autographed and, uh, Denise Richards autographed to 15. Just a couple of cards I got a really good deal on. Uh, I also picked up. So this here is Diana Ordinez. She plays for the North Carolina Courage in the National Women's Soccer League. Uh, she is the um, favorite for Rookie of the Year. And I picked up this card because it's a nice on-card auto. I'm going to hold that up. So I was excited to get that card and hold on to it and see where she goes. And I also picked up a 2006 Mike Tyson, Allen and Ginter's The World's Champion. So funny story about this card, because I got this card for literally dirt cheap. I came across this card and the, the person who was selling it on the on the picture, it, there was a mark next to his, like on one side of the card, next to his head, and it really looked like it was on the card. It did not look like it was part of the of the top loader. So I messaged the seller. I said, "Is that mark on the top loader or is it on the card?" And he never responded. And then I messaged him a second time, "Hey, just following up, just wondering this mark," and he never responded. So all the other cards had been selling much higher, and this one was listed at $29.99, and there was one bid on it, uh, and all the other cards were selling much higher. So I thought to myself, I could get this card pretty cheap, and if the mark's on it, if it's on the card, then it's on the card. But at least, you know, I didn't spend the fortune trying to figure it out. Uh, I threw one bid on it, and I got the card. I won the card. Uh, and when it showed up in the mail, the sh card showed up absolutely clean. 
uh, pulled the card out of the marks. The marks from the picture were on the one on the top loader, and they weren't on the card. So this card is absolutely absolutely clean, and and it was really pretty well centered too. So I'm excited. I'm probably going to send that off to be graded. So I talked earlier about getting questions. Uh, always getting questions. I, you know, listeners always reaching out to me, and I thought, hey, maybe I should just start answering some of these, you know, on the pod, um, you know, and, and I want to put it out there too. my answers, uh, you know, I guess it's a disclaimer, right? I mean, the answers I've given you are just what they're, they're my opinion. They're what I think they're what I've been through. They're not the end all. They may not even be right for somebody else. Um, when I jumped into the hobby, I made a lot of mistakes. I made mistakes. People warned me not to make, and I did. Uh, and I learned my lesson on a few of them and other ones that, you know, that I got a little lucky on. I, I'm kind of a lucky person. People tell me that all the time. I feel it. Um, I don't jump into breaks all the time, but I get a feeling about jumping in on a break and I jump in and I generally pull a really nice card. Um, so I'm happy about that. Uh, I used to buy and rip a ton of wax. Uh, and, and I kind of learned my lesson on that. I love the rip wax. I absolutely love the rip wax, but you know, it's, 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 I think everybody does. And I'll tell you, I like people in my household, if I get some boxes of wax, I'll even say to my wife, Hey, you want, Oh yeah, she'd be right there. I'll open this up with you. Uh, when I was in North Carolina and we were, we, we went out to the store and I bought, I bought a box of, uh, cards, um, from a sports store down there. And uh, I came home, uh, not only my wife, but my daughter and my granddaughter is like, hey, I want I want to. So I think people just generally like to open up, you know, open up those packs of cards. I think it's just fun because there could be something unbelievably exciting inside. Right. So I, I think it's exciting for most people. Um, but anyways, uh, shout out to uh, Dylan on Instagram at Dylan Wrestling. Uh, and just kind of, I mean, there was a lot of questions, a lot of back and forth with Dylan, but just really just looking for the best way to jump into the hobby. And, and, and basically, you know, we all have our own path. Like I just said, we're all going to make mistakes and we're going to learn from them. But what I try to stress to people is make sure you're having fun doing it. Uh, do what you like to do, do what you love to do. Uh, right. Um, set a spending limit that you're comfortable with and then figure out what you can do from there. Right. Because, you know, you, I'll see people that are buying cases and cases of hobby boxes and ripping them all open and getting into every break. And there's a, there's a, uh, a new thing now that I know that somebody does that he buys these, uh, I'm not even sure what the name of it, they're, they're, they're repacks. They buy these, he buys these repacks. So there's like, you know, 25 repacks and there's going to be, he's spending a thousand dollars on them and there's going to be, you know, some low end $700 cards or, or, you know, or, and there's going to be some, a couple high end cards in there. Uh, and he does that. And I just, I mean, that's his means. That's what he can afford to do. I wouldn't, it's not that I couldn't afford to do it. It's not what I want to do. It's not where I want to put my money out. If I'm going to spend a thousand dollars or $2,000, I'm going to buy a card that I'm going to put, that I can put you know, right in my case or put in this wall behind me. So 
do what you love doing, but just stay within your means. Um, and if it's to buy wax, if it's to get into breaks, if it's to buy singles, if it's to buy slabs, uh, invest where you want where you want to invest. You know, as long as you set a spending limit that you're comfortable with, then you'll get an idea of really what you're having fun, what what's making it fun to you. So when I first started, to me, you know, opening up, you know, blaster boxes, that was fun. I liked doing that. So I was spending a lot of money. Uh, I can remember on Don Russ blaster boxes and opening opening them up. Um, but I was starting to do shows too. So I was able to take all those cards. If you remember way back to my early seasons, one or two, uh, when I talked about the soup box, right? So I was taking all the cards that, that I didn't want and I was putting them in the box and reselling those. So I was making some money. It wasn't complete losses when the boxes, you know, didn't have the cards that I was looking for. Um, for me, if you want my honest opinion, what makes the most sense is to go out and buy the card you want. You know, figure out, identify the card, the card of the cards that you want, figure it out and go buy them. I mean, that's money well spent right there. Uh, something else I've learned uh, is goats and Hall of Famers hold their values. Everyone else is a lottery ticket. Everyone else is prospecting. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with prox prospecting, but just be, be prepared to sit on those cards you know, for long-term investments. Uh, if you have a low budget getting into the hobby, I would say identify the cards that you want to get. So let's just say um, you're jumping in and you're a football fan, right? So right now, reasonably priced, uh, we know football, it's all about the quarterbacks. I mean, any of this last year's quarterbacks, they're, they're rookie cards. Now, it doesn't have to be a national treasures, uh, you know, on-card auto. I mean, who can afford that? I can't even afford that on some of these guys, right? But you can go back and get like a Don Russ rated rookie card, an optic rated rookie card. You know, you can go out and start, you know, relatively cheap. You can buy these cards, Um and start your collection from there. Your collection has to start somewhere, right? It has to start somewhere. So why shouldn't it be there? Why wouldn't you, um, A, collect the cards that you want, and B, if you're looking for something that, that in prospecting, I should say, that a card that could really jump up, right? It would be in the quarterbacks. But I know a ton of people who collect that don't collect quarterbacks. They collect linemen. They collect running backs. They collect wide receivers, uh, defensive players. It, it, it's whatever makes you feel good, whatever makes you happy. If you find, you know, if it's your team, if you're a fan of the New York Jets or the New York Giants or the 49ers, maybe you want to collect all those players. But whatever makes you happy and whatever makes you feel good, that's, that's really where you should collect what you should collect, um, how to do it. Very easy, very easy. You could buy some boxes. You could go online. You could go to, uh, eBay. You could go to a Facebook marketplace. You could even go to your local shows. I mean, any of the local shows, there's singles set up in boxes, table after table of singles and boxes. And I would probably suggest that would be the best place to start would just be at the local shows and going through some of the singles and the boxes because that's where you're going to find the cars the cheapest and you don't have to pay shipping on them.
Nothing wrong with prospecting, but it's a long-term investment. So just stay stay diversified, right? You should you should be fine. Shout out uh, to on Instagram, ML Football Cards, and that is a Z at the end. Um, he reached out to me asking about the best way to get wax. Um, and I've talked many, many episodes about getting wax. Uh, and what I tell everybody, any way you can, right? Any way you can get the wax uh, reasonably priced. Because we know stuff gets so overpriced. Once the first person gets it for the retail price, it doubles and triples from there down the road. And everybody needs to make a few dollars on it. So I always say any way you can. Uh, I'm going to list out a few of the ways I presently get my wax right now, but the wax I get now I'm, I'm holding, right? I'm just keeping, I'm, I'm hoping that wax is going to double or triple that that's, I'm just buying those, these sealed boxes now as an investment. Um, so target website every other Wednesday morning. And as I tape this, it is Wednesday and it is the 28th. So this today is the off week. So next Wednesday will be the on week. Uh, every other Wednesday morning, uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time, I get up, I jump on YouTube, I search Target Drop, and I follow Vikings95, who will have a live video going. Uh, and he posts the links up uh, to anything new that's about to drop uh, at that website. And I take those links, I drop them into my, and then you hope to hit it, right? So I got lucky last week. I got um, the select uh, hanger boxes. Uh, I got nine of those last week. Uh, And two weeks before that, I got some select blaster boxes. No guarantee you're going to get it. Uh, but if you're there and you kind of listen along what's going on, and as soon as they drop something, uh, you just jump on. And, and I also tell you too, uh, it helps to have a red card, uh, a target red card. And I'm not getting, making any money on this, but it just, you get free shipping and you get a faster checkout with the red card. Uh, so, uh, I went out and got a red card. So I, uh, so I was able to buy and, and. 5%. I think you get a discount too. It's like 5%, 5%, 5 discount and free shipping. So it's really not that bad. And if you pay the card off at the end of every month, it's, it worked out well. If you keep it and you hold the balance on it, then it was all for nothing. That, that's another one of my, my, uh, my tips of the day. Fanatics website. Uh, I go there a few times a week. I'm just looking for product drops. Uh, and if, and I just do it for football. And if they, if I'm lucky enough to find it, uh, whatever the, usually the max is eight, cut the max in half and just ask for four. No one have I ever talked to got a product drop with eight, eight boxes of anything. Uh, and I think they kind of weed those out the beginning and weed those out at the very beginning when they're selecting lottery people. I mean, I'm sure somebody gets it, but nobody I've ever talked to got it. Uh, someone told me drop drop your numbers down to half or less. They say if you're more even more guaranteed if you only put one or two in there. Um, I drop it to four, and I've hit the last two, dropping it to four. So uh, hopefully that'll help you there. 
uh, Facebook Marketplace. I go through there a couple times a week, um, and I'm just local, looking for local guys. Now, I found a few local guys that I know that I regularly purchased from, so I kind of know what I'm getting for a deal, and sometimes I want a better deal, right? So, you know, I'll just give you a for instance. Somebody I know um, usually sells the uh, blaster boxes of football, so he had a lot of the prism. And I had bought some prism from him and uh, he had the select now. And um, I think he, he ends up getting like three or 4,000 boxes. Not sure exactly how he does it, but um, I call, I messaged him. I said, do you have the select? He said, yeah, 45 each. And I said, I could do 38. I'll take 10 and I'll be over with cash. And then he responds back. Fine. I'll see you later. Right. So at $38 for me to get a select blaster box that are, you know, probably at $29.99. And then after tax, you know, I'm, what am I paying? A six or seven, $6, $7 premium, maybe less. Uh, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all uh, because I'm able to buy 10 of them and I don't have to worry about jumping through hoops to get it. But you, you should be able to find somebody like that in your area uh, that does that. If you look around enough and, you know, you buy from one person or from another person. If you have to start paying shipping, it's to me, it's just like it's it's not even worth it because you're spending so much. Once you add shipping on there, you have to, you're 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 spending a ton of money, right? So if somebody selling it for forty five and then five dollars to ship it, you're spending fifty dollars on a box that retail costs twenty nine ninety nine. By that time, it's you know you really you really need to love doing it to be spending fifty dollars on a thirty dollar box. Um, just my opinion. As far as the hobby boxes go, um, recently I've been buying them from Dave and Adams. I don't know if it's right, if it's wrong, but I, I was getting really good deals on hobby boxes and I would notice I'd open the box and there'd just be crap inside, right? That there was nothing in there. And someone said to me that I kind of keep that in my mind now too that you know if you're buying a hobby box from somebody just make sure they're not a breaker because a lot of the times that you know people will know you know when when all the goods are gone um whether it's true or not you know by the amount of boxes they open up whether it's true or not i have no idea but i just feel that um if i buy it from dave and adams um, or if I can get it from like the Upper Deck website or the Panini website. I'm not hitting all the time, but I'm getting some decent hits out of it and I'm kind of getting what I want out of those. So I leave the breakers, their boxes, and I try to get my boxes from, you know, and when it comes to hobby boxes, the prices are pretty about the same, pretty much the same. Uh, even on eBay, I noticed if you go on eBay, um, most of the hobby boxes where you'll see that the blaster boxes and the, um, the, um, mega boxes, uh, the prices will fluctuate all around, but I think the hobby boxes, because they're more expensive, they, they stay the same, um, I've only purchased football ho football hobby boxes from the Panini website, and uh, I've been purchasing the hockey and the soccer boxes from Dave and Adams. 
So for whatever it is, that's what I do. Uh, if you spend over a certain amount, it's free shipping. Um, and I just think I get a pretty decent deal from them now. Um, at the end of the day, right? Wax, what, wherever you're buying, it's, it's a lottery ticket. It's an absolute lottery ticket. And if you figure out the price of a hobby box, um, and really, when you think about it, the the repacks, I mean, that idea is really just what these, what Panini and Upper Deck are doing anyways, right? They're putting out, oh, say, oh, let's just make a price, a $1,000 price on a hobby box. So if you open that up and you're only getting $100 worth of cards out of that hobby box, somebody else has opened that box up and hit the $50,000 card somewhere else, right? So so it's literally kind of the same thing. It's the same idea. Um, so are you lucky? <laughs> Do you feel lucky? Do you think you could be lucky? You could take chances on hobby boxes. But if you're buying a hobby box for that $1,000 and the card that you, you want to get say it is um, a rookie quarterback. I would go look at the cards that come out of that box on the average to see what those cards, what the price of those cards are. You know, uh, say if it was a Mac Jones card and I've seen a hobby box, I've watched breaks where they've pulled out you know, out of, out of a box that cost $1,600 and they pulled this great Mac Jones autograph numbered card out of their patent, you know, RPA. And I'd be like, oh my God, that's a beautiful card. Then I'm quickly looking it up online and the card's selling for $750 or $850. And I thought to myself, holy heck, <laughs> I could have bought the card and saved myself $800. I didn't have to buy the hobby box. I go out and buy that card straight up, right? So if you know what you're looking for in your mind when you're buying, like if you're saying, look, I'm shooting for the moon. I, I want that $10,000 card and I'm going to, you know, and I've got the means to do it. Then, then, you know, God bless you. Have fun with it. But if you're saying to yourself, I, I really like a Mac Jones RPA and I want it to be a prism. Um, you could probably buy one for the, for the cost of the hobby box or less. So I would definitely check that out first. Upcoming shows. Yes. Finally, finally this weekend, Springfield, October 1st and 2nd, looking forward to this show. Um, hopefully the, uh, hopefully the crowds will be big for the show. <laughs> Uh, the Hofstra Show in Long Island, October 16th and 17th. The Mohegan Sun Show, November 19th and 20th. Uh, and now Laz has a second show. So he has the, the Garden State Show in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey, uh, December 10th. And then um, just about a week later, a week and a day later, he has the Big Apple Trading Card Show at the New Yorker in New Yorker Hotel in New York City, and that's uh, December 18th. So there's back-to-back last shows. So we'll see you back here again uh, next week, and uh, I will 
recap uh, the Springfield show. I'm sure I'll have a lot of good content for that. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. <laughs>